0: I recently had a difficult conversation with a friend about a decision that she made and quickly came to regret. And she said to me, I wish I hadn't acted on my feelings. I totally understood exactly what she meant. We've all been there, done that, right? Questionable actions or choices fueled by our intense emotions. Why is this even a struggle? Because we are emotional beings by nature. And as women, we also have intricately woven webs of hormones flowing through our bodies that influence our emotional state. This can be a tricky recipe for less than favorable emotional decisions. Join me on today's episode of the Unspoken Cycle podcast as I explore the complexity of acting on our emotions and talk about healthy and effective ways that we can validate our feelings while avoiding impulsive emotional reactions that often lead to regret.
1: Stay tuned. Welcome to the Unspoken Cycle podcast, where women of all ages and stages in life can find guidance and solace from life's everyday stresses. In each episode, we'll tackle a range of topics, including relationships, health, fertility, self-love, careers, mental illness, and more. Stay Stay tuned tuned. for valuable insights, personal anecdotes, and the comfort of knowing you're not alone. alone. Here's your host, Leah Vaughn. Hello,
0: ladies. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of the Unspoken Cycle podcast. I hope y'all are doing well. I know there's so much going on in everybody's lives right now. And, you know, actually, I was recently talking to a few different people. Not that many people are podcast fans. I know for myself, I used to listen to my favorite podcasts on my way to work in the city. I would take the subway and sometimes it would take like an hour and a half to get there. And that was always something I did routinely in the morning was put in my AirPods and listen to my favorite podcast. But not everybody has time to sit down to listen to things. Not everybody enjoys audio stories and conversation. So if you are here today and you are listening to this podcast, thank you so much. I understand that there are a bazillion different podcasts out there probably talking about a lot of similar things, but I like to think of the unspoken cycle as something unique for women. Um, it was a, a, a passion and idea of mine And that is something that I hold very near and dear to my heart. And I'd like to think that it's a unique opportunity to just reach out and, you know, be a resource for y'all. So... Anyways, I appreciate y'all joining me today. I'm actually excited to talk about this topic because I had a pretty good conversation with a friend of mine a couple of days ago about just some wild stuff going on in her life. Lots of chaos, lots of commotion, lots of intensity and feelings and everything else. And she made a couple of decisions and was just like, oh my God, what the fuck have I done? I don't even know why I did that. I don't know why I chose to do that. I need to chill out and really process how I'm feeling and stop acting on my emotions. And I started thinking about it and then I watched oh I can't I can't remember if it was a movie or a documentary something a couple of days ago and there was a guy on it um talking about just emotions and feelings. And he was like, everything we do is fueled by feelings. Everything we do is fueled by an emotion. It's either a desire or a reaction or a hurt feeling or something that it it, it leads us to make a choice. And I was like, that is such good wisdom. It's so true. And that's why I titled this episode, The Unspoken Wisdom Driven by Feelings, because he's absolutely right. For being a guy, he's absolutely right, which is surprising, right, ladies? <laughs> I kid, but I don't. We are driven by our feelings. A lot of what we do is based off of a action or a reaction because of a feeling that we have, an emotion or something. It's always a chain reaction that's happening. So I just kind of wanted to explore it and talk about it. You know, we're not alone in having made rash decisions based on our emotions and not all decisions we make that are emotionally fueled are bad ones. You know, so it's just an interesting topic of conversation. And I thought if she's struggling with a bunch of shit she's going through in her life, I know I've struggled with a bunch of shit and making different decisions and and figuring out what to do. And everything else and acting impulsively and all sorts of stuff. So I thought, let me bring this to the unspoken cycle table, because we can all relate at one point in time in our lives when we have had to do something, when we've done something, when we've thought about doing something. And underneath all of those thoughts of figuring it out, is a shit ton of complicated
1: emotions. You're listening to The Unspoken Cycle with Leah Vaughn. Embrace your female within.
0: Here we are. Thank you for joining me. (laughs) And so, yeah, let's dig in. One of the things I was also thinking about that is unique to women as far as the decisions that we make and the emotions that we feel is that we are complex hormonal human beings. So sometimes when we are thinking about what do I do or I feel like I need to do this or say this or whatever it is that we're trying to figure out. There's hormones going through our bodies that influence our emotions. I mean, y'all know what it's like. You've watched a Hallmark movie or see a commercial or think of something and out of nowhere you're sad or maybe you start bawling or crying or whatever or something that you see triggers you and you're instantly angry or just really like flustered or anxious all of those things that can be triggered in us in an emotional state can be also fueled by the hormones at any given time in our cycle that are flowing through our bodies, right? That is a huge influencer too of what we have to deal with and how we feel about things and just life in general. Even on the days when you wake up and maybe you went to bed and everything was fine and you wake up and all of a sudden everything is not fine and you're like, fuck this day. I don't want to look at you, I don't want to deal with you, I don't want to have that conversation, I don't want to go to work, or whatever it is, like, I don't want to show up today because I am not feeling it. That can be a hormonally fueled or influenced emotional feeling, you know, we we call it waking up on the wrong side of the bed. That's something that just happens sometimes, and there's no real rhyme or reason as to why we're feeling angry or whatever. It's like that song by Monica for all of my 90s babies out there. You know, just one of them days when I want to be all alone. Like, I'm just not feeling it today and I don't want to have to explain it to you. And if you could please just give me my space, then I won't bite your head off kind of a day. You know, so sometimes there's real no, really no rhyme or reason why we have to deal with that. And it could just be lots of hormones. It could be, you know, getting ready to ovulate and we've got a ton of estrogen running through our bodies or, you know, maybe we're just really sleepy and cranky or hungry and cranky, whatever. So I think it's important as women for us to be able to acknowledge that we are different in a lot of ways because we do have those hormones. Sometimes the hormones are imbalanced. Some women suffer from PMDD. I'm not even trying to like get into all of that science and everything. That can totally be a, a fertility um episode i do later but pmdd is a huge thing that a lot of women deal with premenstrual dysphoric disorder it is something that really intensifies everything they're feeling and their hormones during certain times of their cycle and some women who experience intense pmdd symptoms can't even function you know so that's a whole other thing but just to say we deal with shit and the way it makes us feel on a whole different level. And that's something that it's important as a woman and as women to acknowledge. You know, it can be an uphill battle sometimes just based on the physiology of our bodies and how we are made up chemically. And I think that, you know, We can't discount that. It's not to say it's an excuse or to use it as a crutch or, you know, I'm PMSing today, so get the fuck out of my life kind of attitude, but it is to say it's highly influential in how we feel. In my opinion, I'm no doctor. However, I'm a woman, and I feel like that makes me an expert on being a woman. So there you have it. Okay. At the same time, let's shift gears a little bit. It is important to also, acknowledge that we are responsible for the things that we do, say, our actions, our reactions when we're in our feels. Anything can set us off, and I don't mean like explosive set us off, but anything can set you off into an emotional state of being, right? An argument with a friend, losing a loved one. Stressful situations at work. Maybe you don't get along with a coworker or you hate your boss or you're under a deadline and just overwhelmed. Um, difficult situations with kids. Teenagers suck. Yes, teenagers suck, in my opinion. They can be really stressful to cope with the teenage behaviors and attitudes and just their craving for curiosity and independence and their will to like fight back for that it can be really frustrating for parents to deal with. Um, if you are a parent with a teenager and you don't agree with me, I would love, 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 love to hear your take on how you perfected the craft of raising a non-reactive teenager. Okay. Um, that's just my opinion. But I do think it's just really important to explore all the shit that makes us feel that way, you know? So there's so many different scenarios that we can put together that can make us feel a certain type of way about something. Maybe we're sad. And again, these kinds of feelings aren't always negative feelings or bad feelings. They're just intense, you know? And so it doesn't have to mean that we have to feel like shit when we are emotionally overwhelmed or when we're feeling a certain type of way about something. It just means that when we get to those places, we have to be accountable for how we respond to them. There's a quote by Shannon Alder, and she says, feelings are something you have, not something you are. So our feelings don't define us. They are something that we have. We have emotions and we embrace those emotions in the way that we feel about things. However, they don't define us, right? So if I have a conversation with my wife, for example, and she says something I don't agree with and it turns into a disagreement and then it makes me angry for whatever reason, that doesn't mean I'm an angry person. It doesn't mean I have anger management issues. It just means in that moment, I was feeling angry, right? So our feelings are something we have, not something we are. But at the same time, the way that we react and respond to our feelings does decide how we are. That is a part of our character. So if I'm somebody who anytime I have a disagreement, I'm breaking things and making impulsive decisions and calling names and doing all of these really toxic, unhealthy, dysfunctional things to react to my anger, yes, then I do have an anger issue. Yes, then I do probably need anger management therapy. So again, it's the way that we choose to act and react on our emotions that does define bits
1: and pieces of our character. Stay Stay tuned. tuned for more empowering conversations on the Unspoken Cycle Podcast. We all have
0: bad days. We all have good days. All of these things happen. But there's always a way to choose how we want to respond. And that means different ways of sitting down and regrouping. And that can be really hard in pretty intense emotional situations. So if you get into a really bad car accident and this jerk off behind you was on his phone and plowed into the back of you and now your car is totaled maybe you just bought the car it's really going to piss you off right Number. so what are you going to do in that moment are you going to get out of your car walk up to the numbnut behind you and beat his you know beat the living tar out of him well that's probably not going to be a good idea but you have choices in that moment. How you respond to your frustration and your anger at the guy who just fucked your brand new car up behind you is going to make all of the difference for you. So you have to sit in the moment and be able to evaluate how you're really feeling. And I will say this much, ladies. The way we respond to intense negative emotions like anger, frustration, disappointment, sadness, feeling betrayed, things like that can really fuel behavior that is not characteristic of who we really are. And at the end of the day, it's important for us to always know that we do have a choice Going out and beating the shit out of somebody because they pissed you off or disrespecting somebody by calling them names because they did something that made you upset or whatever the behavior may be, engaging in those actions and willingly doing those things or saying those things, you know what you're doing. So it's not like you have no idea what words are coming out of your mouth or you have no idea that you're driving somewhere to go do something to somebody or do something that's not a good thing to do. You know, we have to take accountability for the choices that we do make. If you're somebody who struggles with your anger or somebody who struggles when someone hurts your feelings or you feel betrayed or backstabbed or disrespected or whatever it is, if you... If you feel like your challenge in those moments is making better decisions, then you really need to sit with yourself and figure out why. We have to be able to evaluate the intensity of our emotions in the moment. Yes, in the moment. We are all human beings. We are all smart human beings who know ourselves. So in the moment, if you're feeling like this is an intense situation or I just had a conversation that's really like making my blood boil or I am so sad right now about this situation, I don't even know how to react to it, but I feel like it's not going to be something good. If you evaluate the intensity of whatever emotion it is that you're having and your attitude is, I don't give a fuck what I do or say right now, I'm going to just let it all loose or let it all fly. That's whatever you think you want to do or say is absolutely a bad idea. Red flag, red flag. So what do you do in those moments where you feel like I'm about to do the do the wrong thing or say the wrong thing because of how I'm feeling? And I don't know how this is going to go, but I can't control it. There's nothing wrong with feeling intensity in our emotions in the moment. So how do we decide to do something differently? Maybe it's you have somebody who you know you can automatically talk to that'll validate your feelings and talk you off the off the ledge. So for me that's my best friend. You know, whenever I am really really struggling with something, I'll text her or call her and guess what? She will listen she'll validate how I'm feeling. If she doesn't agree, she'll tell me and she'll help me calm down and see things from a different perspective. If she does agree, she'll give me air hugs because we don't live close to each other. And, you know, let me know that it's okay to just vent how I'm feeling and whatever. And she's there to listen. And it's always helpful. There are people and things that you can do and turn to in those moments to help you kind of get it off your chest. You know, we can't, Suppress our emotions. We've got to let them out, but we also can't make crazy, rash decisions that are going to get us in trouble or hurt other people either. It's also important to know are we acting or reacting on however we're feeling? Knowing the difference makes a difference, right? So acting on an emotion can look like setting healthy boundaries, talking to someone about how they made you feel you know, maybe making a different decision about a workload that you have that you just don't feel comfortable with or um, setting boundaries with your kids or in your relationship. You know, acting on something is taking a moment to evaluate the right way to approach the situation based on how we feel. Reacting is exactly that. It's reactive. So we're not necessarily thinking about our actions or our decisions. That looks like purposely saying something that you know is going to hurt somebody or doing something spiteful that is going to um get back at someone impulsive shopping decisions like okay fuck you I'm going to go spend $10,000 and go to the Bahamas for, you know, a month by myself and you can kiss my ass that's impulsive and expensive and not rational to do or buying something just incredibly unreasonable just because you're mad you know that's impulsivity that's impulsive shopping or let's talk about criminal actions so when i think of things that we do that can land us in jail. Obviously there's a plethora of decisions we can make that can land us in jail when we're upset about something. But a couple of songs come to mind specifically based on like relationship issues. So the song bust your windows by Jasmine Sullivan. Again, that's something that is, um, an older song, but if you know it, it's I bust the windows out your car You know, like, don't fuck with me. I will fuck your car up. And then there's the song Before He Cheats by Carrie Underwood. And she goes through a whole description of how she just fucks this guy's car up because he's cheating on her. And those are the things, obviously, beating someone up, um, escalating physical harm, Doing just really criminal things because we're impulsive, because we're upset, because we want payback, or we want to prove something, or we just don't give a fuck in that moment. You know, those are the things that we have to sit down and really evaluate in that moment. What is this choice, this reactive decision I'm about to make, gonna do to me and my life? And not just me, but the people around me. Maybe I have kids or a spouse. You know, how is it going to affect the people I love? I think we just have to get a better grip on really being able to sit with our emotions and sit in the discomfort. Anger is not comfortable. Sadness is not comfortable. Feeling disrespected or disappointed, those aren't comfortable feelings. It's not like we're happy and joyful and we're, you know, euphoric and feeling great about it. Those are things that are like really fucked up we don't want to sit with them, right? We want to react to them. We want to do something about them. We want them to go away or we want to feel better about it. And that can be really dangerous. We really have to be responsible for taking the time to process all of the discomfort in those kinds of feelings and emotions. Finding an outlet is really important. Um, I used to like to journal about certain things that I felt, but I found that sometimes journaling felt fulfilling and sometimes it felt like I was just like talking to a, a page on a, in a book. So it wasn't consistently um, fulfilling for me. But a lot of people do like to write about their feelings. Some people like to exercise, go for a run, go for a jog, go for a walk, take a hike, go swimming. I don't know. Um, take a drive, you know, sometimes just getting out of the house, getting some fresh air, being in a new environment. I know that when I'm upset or feeling stressed or whatever, we're close to the beach. I like to go sit on the beach. And one thing I do is I'll drive to the beach. I'll go just find a spot and sit in the sun somewhere and just watch people watch. I love to watch other families, other people with their are Animals and you know, having picnics and everything else, like it allows me to number one, decompress, and number two, really sit and think about how I'm feeling and just the sounds of the ocean waves and all of the different things that other people are doing, watching them. And sometimes I like to just wonder, you know, what's their life like? What do they do? what kind of person is that? Who are they about? You know, those things distract my mind and it's fun. You know, people watching is fun. So usually that is a good outlet for me. I love to play my instrument, play music. That's something also um, that I feel connected to on a deeper emotional level. So it is an outlet for me to just kind of transfer how I'm feeling from my mind and my heart to my instrument through my music. And then even cleaning like my mom used to anger clean. So whenever she was really frustrated or pissed off about something, she would clean the house. She would either sweep and mop or like remove everything from the kitchen counters and deep clean the kitchen. She would do all of those things because she was frustrated and irritated. And that was just something that I knew her to do, you know, but she wasn't out like bashing people's windows and starting fights and doing all kinds of other stuff. She found something that worked for her and the kitchen never suffered from it. I'm just saying. So it's important to just find the outlet. It's also important to know when to walk away. And to be strong enough to do so. So this comes down to again the choices, the reactivity. Especially when someone has influenced how we're feeling. Someone's pissed you off, someone's made you angry, and maybe this anger and 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 hurt caused by the other person is super intense. Maybe it's really deep. You know, maybe it's unforgivable in your book of morals. And That can lead to some really heavy, heavy feelings towards somebody. But I do believe that in those moments when it's that intense and there's an inability to have a rational conversation or have any sort of conversation that's going to result in resolution, you got to know when to walk away. Walking away is so powerful. Walking away from somebody who is deeply hurt and wronged you or disrespected you or did something that left you feeling like total shit is really powerful, but it takes strength because what you're going to want to do is bust the windows out the car, right? Yet walking away from that is the most powerful thing you can do because that person can go and get their windows fixed. And then it's like brand new again. But what about your emotions? Are you feeling better about it? No. So you have to be able to say, you know what? F you. I'm separating myself from you in this whole situation right now. You know, whatever you got to tell yourself in your head to separate yourself from that person and separate your emotions from that person is gonna be really important. So walk away, girl, do it. It's not about always being the bigger person. It's about being the best person for you. And in that moment, if it means leaving a situation with somebody, whether you're leaving permanently or whether you're just taken off for a couple hours to like Wu-saw, leaving that situation to put yourself first. And f- process how you're feeling so that you can resolve that within yourself in that moment rather than do something that is going to hurt that person or hurt yourself is an extremely powerful decision to make. And the strength that comes from within when you make those kinds of decisions is immeasurable, ladies. I cannot tell you that enough.
1: Join our private community of women at the unspokencycle.com. Embrace your female within.
0: I have had more than one person in my life tell me that I am not reactive when it comes to certain kinds of situations in life. And I will tell you this a lot of that comes from being in very toxic relationships in my past that were very reactive. Physically, emotionally, that were very hurtful, and I've had to be that person where I've constantly defended myself, whether against physical violence or um, emotional abuse or mental abuse, whatever it's been in that moment. I've had to, ha- I've had to be there. I've had to fight for my life. I've had to fight for my sanity and fight for myself. And if I have the choice, I will walk away because I don't choose that. That sucked on a whole different level. That resulted in levels of trauma to my body and my mind in ways I don't want to choose to live. So if I do have the choice to say, fuck you, I'm walking away from this situation right now. That's what I'm going to do. And depending on the severity of the situation, like I said, it's either a forever <laughs> or give me a couple hours, you know, whatever the situation is. I've had to walk away from jobs that were toxic forever. I've had to walk away from situations in my relationship that really pissed me off for a few hours. You know, every situation is different. But I am not reactive because I choose to not react in those moments. I choose to not explode and blow up. Because why? Why am I going to do that to myself? That is not something that is going to benefit me. If anything, it fuels the fire and the fire gets bigger and I want to react even more. Walking away and knowing when to do so is an incredibly strong thing to do, ladies. Try to tap into it the next time you feel like you're being sucked into a really volatile situation, that you're being emotionally driven to really do something you don't want to do or say something you don't want to say, but it's so intense. Tap into that strength in that moment and see how that works out for you. Knowing when to pick our battles is also really important. This is a huge one for me because this ties back to a lot of the hormonal pieces of how we feel when we feel the ways that we do, ladies. You cannot pick every battle in your life. I am here to tell you that today. And if someone told you different because they uh, call it being an empowered woman or being an independent, strong woman is fighting for... Blah, 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 every single time, they are 100% wrong. There is a time and a place for everything that we do. When we react on our feelings in certain ways, it may make us think we have to pick that battle in that moment. But is it going to be worth it? What is the outcome that you desire from picking that battle? Is picking the battle going to satisfy you because you want to be spiteful and because you want to punish somebody for what they've said or done to you? Is picking that battle proving a point to somebody, showing them, like, I don't have to take this. I'm not going to put up with this. I don't operate this way. How dare you even think that? So I'm going to show you. What is picking the battle going to achieve? If picking that battle is going to achieve resolution, Or maybe severing ties with something or someone that's been a long time coming, then pick the battle. If the end result is gonna be something positive for you and your life, pick the battle. But if that in that moment is just fulfilling something within you to be reactive, don't pick the battle. I have a teenage daughter at home, and I often have to. Tell myself to pick my battles with her. So, little things that she does um, in this house, we do chores every weekend. And during the weekdays, she does certain chores around the house. And my biggest pet peeve is that when she unloads the dishwasher, she just kind of throws things in the cupboard and doesn't necessarily put it back neatly. I'm very OCD about neat and tidy things in my kitchen. So I want all of the measuring cups stacked neatly and put where they belong. I want all the silverware in the drawer tidy. I want all of the pots and pans to be stacked according to size, you know, biggest on the bottom, smallest on the top, not just thrown in the cupboard on top of each other, you know, (laughs) little things like that. And there's some days I'm like, whatever, I don't care. And there's some days I'm like, if this girl does this one more goddamn time, I'm going to wrangle her. But I choose to pick my battles in those moments. And that's all it is, ladies. We just have to be really mindful of what's worth the battle and what is worth walking away and coming back to it at another time when there is a opportunity for a positive outcome. Again, knowing what time of the month it is, hormones play a huge part in how we feel and in our emotions when we have an influx of certain types of hormones during our Menstrual cycle, or just cycle if you don't have your period anymore, or you're perimenopausal, or whatever it is, we still have hormones in our bodies, ladies. Those things are very influential. Certainly take a look at my blog on the unspokencycle.com. I have written a couple of blog pieces about hormones and the part that they play in our monthly cycles, but they are certainly influential in how we feel a lot of the times. Um, Going back to my teenage daughter at home, there are certain times of the month that she can be really just intense in her feelings or just unnecessarily grumpy or moody or whatever. I'm always hands down ask, are you getting ready to start your period? Because it's like a precursor to her period. It's that PMS-y, kind of attitude. I always can tell I can always pick up on it. And it's like a cycle. It's every couple of weeks. And then she'll be like, Oh, I know why I was so upset or so intense because I started my period. Of course you did. I knew that was coming. Thanks. You know, so just knowing to like I'm feeling extra whatever today. I know I'm getting ready to start my period or I know I'm getting ready to ovulate. So I'm probably a total mess. Maybe I should just take some time to myself and not be a raging bitch for the day towards everyone. Sometimes we have to apply that um, thought process to how we're feeling also. And then Ladies, I'm not saying we can't feel the feels. I'm not saying that at all. It's so important to allow yourself to feel your feels. If you are really feeling any type of way about something, allow yourself to feel it. Embrace it. Be in your feels. Just be careful of how you react to the feels. Okay. If you are just like overly emotional, feeling like you need to cry, don't really know why, or someone said something that really tipped you off and triggered you and you're just super upset about it, have your bowl of ice cream, go watch your Hallmark movie cry in the shower, call your friend, take a walk, boohoo it out, whatever you have to do, but don't deprive yourself from being in your emotions and feeling all your feelings. We can't, again, suppress how we feel. It's so important to embrace it, acknowledge it, Be who we are. We are women. We are emotional human beings, but we're also strong. We're courageous. We know how to fight for what we want. We are amazing, unique beings on this earth. We are entitled to feeling all the ways. You know what I'm saying? But just be mindful of how you react, how you process, and what you do with what you're feeling, whether it's something that was triggered by something or someone or caused by something or someone, or there's just a situation in your life that's total fuckery right now and it's got you all in shambles and it's trickling into how you feel about everything else in your life. Be mindful of where it's coming from, how it's making you feel, and do not be reactive. Think about it. Think about it. Process it. Allow yourself to go through those motions, but do it in a way that's going to benefit you and strengthen you and allow you to evolve as a woman. And that brings me to my closure for this podcast episode. We evolve as women in the way that we allow ourselves to heal and in our mindfulness when we can take a step back, when we can process a situation, and we can choose Not to be reactive to our feelings. Just like the title of this episode says, driven by feelings. Do not allow your feelings to drive you. Take control of them, do what you got to do with them, and know that you are in control in every single situation, in every single Circumstance, ladies. You're in control. They do not control you. They may influence you and make you feel a certain type of way. You may even have to sit and think about what am I going to do with this right now because I'm ready to pop off. But you still have a choice. And I will always encourage you to make a choice that is going to benefit you in the long run. Nobody else but you. You've got this. And just a reminder, like Shannon Elder said, feelings are something you have, not something you are. Do not allow your feelings to stir up reactions that define your character. Don't do it. Don't do it. You've got this, ladies are strong enough, even in those moments when you feel like you're losing it or you don't know where to go with it and you are in your feels, you're strong enough to make a better choice than one that's hurtful to somebody else or yourself. And that's all I've got for you today. Thank you so much, ladies, for joining me on this episode of the Unspoken Cycle podcast. I hope you were able to Take away bits and pieces of things that can help you evolve in who you are as a woman, as a person, and just improve your life. That's my goal. If you have not yet, please like and subscribe, and definitely head over to theunspokencycle.com. Sign up for our free community, just for women, where you'll find others just like you waiting to build their tribe. You'll also find my blog, all of my podcast episodes an amazing playlist that you can listen to any time of the day when you're cleaning or driving or walking or whatever it is. You have a ton of resources there just for you, just for us women. I hope to see you there. Until next time, ladies, take care.
1: Thank you for listening to The Unspoken Cycle with Leah Vaughn. Remember to embrace your female within and connect with our community at theunspokencycle.com. Until next time, take care.